All right, uh, final episode that we're recording tonight of the Excedra Show. Uh, I am fighting sleep, or no, not fighting sleep, but I need to go to sleep. Um, I've got what's called the Joe Frost um, <laughs> sleeping thing. Listen, you fall asleep during the podcast one time. <laughs> I'll tell you though, I'm I'm constantly asking my wife. You gotta listen in. You gotta appear on the podcast. Uh, I've always gotten a no. But when I told her your story, she laughed. And probably the first thing she's laughed at on the podcast ever. So, well done, Joe. I uh, like to sacrifice for my art. You right. pretending right. the whole time. Yeah. Definitely. I committed to it pretty well. <laughs> um, Columbus had some news today. I guess Ad Sandler is going out on tour. This is his first one. He goes out on tour at various times. Um, I love Adam Sandler. I like his movies. I like a lot about Adam Sandler. Here's my concern, though, and I know some of the stuff that happens at his concerts, but what does Adam Sandler do during a concert? Have you guys ever gone or known somebody that's gone to see Adam Sandler play before? No. no. I, I, I'm imagining just a hodgepodge of singing weird songs, telling jokes, uh, I don't know, just flailing around. I don't know. Yeah, um, February 7th is, go is going to be in Columbus Nationwide Arena. Um, yeah, I mean, the headline talks about um, his stand-up and his song routine. I'm not sure if is that still a great stand-up artist. Well, he has jokes. Okay. I, I mean, I think a big part of his act has always been singing songs. Right. So that right. was part of his stand-up back in the beginning. So saying that this is an Adam Sandler concert at which he will tell jokes is sort of a shift. But uh, I think it's all six of one, half dozen of another. Well, it's at Nationwide Arena, too. I mean, yeah, Adam Sandler's a big deal. But, is that a big I mean, stadium? I don't oh, know. yeah. That, that's the NHL arena here in Columbus. So um, it's 18,000 seats. Okay, I mean, yeah. I'm sure well, and it won't be full because, I mean, uh, those are all the way around. And so right. when you set up a concert, you know, like a quarter of it is blocked off. But, you know, Columbus surprises me. I took my wife a couple years ago to see Michael W. Smith, Amy Grant, which big Christian name artist, but I'm not sure if they would do that well, sold out Nationwide Arena for a Christmas concert. I was stunned. And, yeah. and this is like old Amy Grant. I mean, this is like... Well, plus, Watching. I mean, Adam Sandler plus College Town. It, yeah, I'm sure it'll be a sellout. Do you think, though, because us, I mean, our age, we're in our forties, um, nearing fifty. Jeez, um, I, I wonder if the young college people are not as much into Adam Sandler. I mean, he's still doing movies, but you know, it's been a long time since Waterboy. I mean, we still like the Waterboy, and <clears throat> yeah, but those are still popular. That's the weirdest thing about, you know, those those are older movies, but people still watch them. There's entire think... generations who find some of the old stuff that we would, you know, or movies that we watched when we were in college that, uh, yeah, they still find them because all of that stuff's available on streaming now. So they go out and find these older movies and they, okay. they get another life, you know. I hope that's true, but I've been very frustrated at church small group meetings when, like, I'll talk to some friends of, like, oh, what TV shows you like? Oh, I love the old Seinfelds. I did look at me like, what the heck are you talking about? What is Seinfeld? 
and I just get angry. I'm like, you don't know what's. I mean, you don't even know what Seinfeld is. I mean, you don't have to like Seinfeld. That's your your opinion, but when you don't even know what Seinfeld is, do you think there's young people out there that never heard of like Billy Madison and Waterboy? And I find like the weirdest stuff though, like. Well, I'm hoping you're uh, like right. I mean, my I'm my daughter really likes watching Gilmore Girls. Yes. Oh. Like what? Of all the shows that you dig up from, you know, whatever graveyard of television you found it in, <laughs> that's the thing you picked up on? Like, ugh. Uh, my daughter's they, you a know, huge people. fan of Fleetwood Mac. It's like, how did you find Fleetwood Yes, Mac? my daughter, too, loves Fleetwood Mac. It's like, but there's going to be something, a more recent thing, where they played a Fleetwood Mac song, they heard the one, put it on Spotify, listened to a bunch of their songs, and now they're fans. My daughter became a fan of David Byrne and the Talking Heads because there was a Broadway show that he did with a bunch of Talking Heads tunes in it. And so she started listening to those songs. And so she went back to all of the originals. And so my daughter, who's 22 years old, listens to Talking Heads and David Byrne. He's like, what? How in the world did you find this? I don't know what the Fleetwood Mac connection would be, but there has to be something similar to that where it just came up somewhere one song. Yeah, hey, you right. And then you, uh, you, you know, you just get into listening to all, all the entire catalog of some artists that you found. I think, but Chris those things find us. Can we ask you a quick question on our podcast? <laughs> <laughs> you will put you on. You have to come up. We'll, we'll just put you this, this will be the source of. His divorce one day. <laughs> uh, not the nil okay. Christmas that they you. have. <laughs> when he starts taking sponsorship for uh, Christmas. All right, can, can you hear me? Yes. Okay. <laughs> the pause before that yes is priceless. We're talking about the Gilmore Girls. You got to tell those guys what you tell me about the Gilmore Girls. I find it infuriating, but please. Please share. I don't know what I tell you about them. You, you tell me that they, they talk so good and everything, and they, they their language is wonderful. Remember that? I don't remember saying that, but. We're talking about we're talking about uh, young people really finding finding some of these older shows that we wouldn't expect them to catch to latch onto a show from the nineties, a show like Gilmore Girls, and why they might still be interested in watching something like that today. But yeah, dialogue writing is pretty great on that show, though. And she probably forgot, which is fine. I, I said ridiculous things about TV shows, too. But there was once where she got in this kick about Gilmore Girls, and I was like, why do you like this? And she's like, everyone's so smart. They talk so funny, and they're so great and everything. And I'm like, oh, this is tough. You, you don't remember I, that, do you? I think that dialogue's pretty sharp, and sometimes to the point where I'm like, I, I wonder about, like, would people really in this situation this really be that be that quick? You know, I, I sorry, that, I don't remember. <laughs> All right, it's okay. We love you. It's fine. Sorry. <laughs> thank you for coming on. Yeah, thank you. So, all right, I'm gonna pay for that probably. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, Chris, we need we need a quick intervention. Stop trying to drag <laughs> yes. on to the show. <laughs> No, it was weird because 
there was a time where she would say that. And I'm seeing her like, what the heck? I, I don't understand what's happening here. But no, it's tough. Thank you, Becky, for. Um, I was afraid she was coming up behind me. Becky, we're, <laughs> trying. Like, we're trying to set oh. you free from this. <laughs> uh, yes, yes. Yeah. It's very uh, very yeah. You know, so it's it's funny that people would, would they go and find these these older things that you just wouldn't expect them to find. Like, they, you feel like, I feel like they're further out of the way. Like, if you're going to go back and listen to old music, why would you listen to Fleetwood Mac and Talking Heads, both of which are fantastic, and I like both of them. But like, how do you go about finding them? There's so well, much stuff out there. Well, and I, I I so hope you're right on old Adam Sandler movies. I hope young people are, are watching them. I just when I heard what I heard about Seinfeld, it was kind of like you know the Gilmore Girls comment. I was like, oh, just got really frustrated and everything. So, how many uh, how many people today really like The Office or Friends? Oh, yeah. And you're like, why? The Office is on reruns all the time. I guess Friends is enough now that people would catch it somewhere else. But they don't watch normal television. How do you? You have to go. You have to know something in order to go look for it. I feel but, like now. But to be honest, okay, I'm the old man get off my lawn because you know we get this way when we get our age. Current TV shows. I'm in the two right now. Um, I like the Quantum Leap, but honestly, I like it because it reminds me of the old one. I think it's a better version of the old one. And I like Alaska Daily, which is kind of an old man show talking about newspapers. So, I don't know. I mean... There's too many good shows. I I can't keep up with shows. I I try. Like, um, I watched the first two episodes of Wednesday, which was really entertaining. Um, I just... I, I don't have time to watch more episodes at the moment i just it's frustrating there's there's a lot of good stuff out it took me forever to watch just the few episodes of house of the dragon it just took me forever to get back around to watching the next episode (laughs) i have youtube tv which is good um it doesn't have some of the premium stuff that you guys are talking about but on occasion they'll have hbo uh max i'll give it to you for like a week as a preview um, Craig, the other guy I podcast with, got me into Winning Time, the LA Lakers story. Have you heard? Oh about that? yeah, yeah, heard about it. I didn't watch it. I don't. That, that was kind. I of didn't crazy like crazy. that era of the Lakers so much. So, a little off control. I ended up kicking off half the team because they pretty much accused half of them being on coke and all that stuff. It was kind of one of those like tawdry documentaries where they accuse people of doing everything. They probably all got sued over it. It was just kind of wild. But thanks so. to this podcast, my my wife and son no my wife and son started up. watching Pepsi Where's My Jet and I was kind of like half watching because I of us oh, talking about okay. it. It just reinforced my conviction that Pepsi's evil. Okay. Hmm. I can't drink pop anymore. I mean I rarely drink pop trying to get my weight under control and uh, drinking water and stuff pops and the only thing. So I used to be a huge Pepsi guy. Now I can't drink any of that stuff. So, all right. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I, I like Adam Sandler. If I could go, I would go. I, I just don't know what he brings to the table. Now I will say um, his last tour, he did a song about Chris Farley, missing Chris Farley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a big Chris Farley guy, so I thought that was nice. But like I said, how long does his performance go for? Does he have an opening act? I mean, can he put? An I hour? would. 
I would not be surprised if he had an opening act. Most people okay. do. And it's usually somebody who's good at, you know, bringing in a cold audience and warming them up for what they're about to see. Like, okay. I went and saw, um, oh, shoot, what's his name? Uh, Kevin Hart. I went and saw Kevin Hart. Oh. And there was, he, they, he actually traveled with, like, a crew of people. So each of them got up and did, like, a five to seven minute set. And there was like four of them, four or five, and oh, wow. uh, a guy hosting. So it was just kind of going for a little while as a warm up to him coming out and doing like a whole hour. I, I remember probably about 10 years ago now, I went to see uh, Jim Gaffigan. I uh, used at the Ohio State Fair. And, and Gaffigan does a clean set. He's not a Christian comedian, but he's not going to drop the F word a lot. So a lot of families came. And it was interesting because. The Mike guy on Mike and Mo Molly, I think he stars on Bob Hart's. Uh, oh, Bob Hart, Abishola. Yeah. 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 Uh, he's a Steelers fan, by the way, too. Well, he opened for him, and Mike, Mike and Molly were was the big show back then. So everyone's like, whoa, he's going to open. Uh, not only we get Jim Gaffigan, we get this guy that's on TV. Every other word was the F word. And yeah. I felt bad because a lot of families brought their kids because Gaffigan, yes. you know, is family friendly. Clean -er. He's not. Yeah. He's not necessarily squeaky clean, but. Right. Uh, that, that's like going to see a Disney movie and the previews are all like for the next Friday the 13th movie. Yeah. <laughs> it, yes. it just became tough. So. Now, the one comedian I would love to see is Brian Regan. I would love to go see him. Oh. Okay. Now, see, I, I don't. <sighs> Brian Regan. There's just a lot of people who I've known who are such Brian Regan fans. Like, I just kind of, when I finally got around to hearing some of his stuff, I'm like, it's okay. And it's good for a while. The voices, after a while, uh, <laughs> they get, it gets on my nerves. Honestly, some of the older um, Gaffigan stuff would also get on my nerves because he'd do that, he'd do that voice. And, oh, he shouldn't be saying that. Like, the, whatever that voice is. Like that stuff starts to starts to bother me after a while. Lady, but... Do it, yes, judgmental old lady. Uh, like it just starts to bother me after a while when you kind of overuse it. Yeah, right. that's just me. I'll be honest and old male here. Um, a lot of the guys I liked recently died. Mm -hmm. um, Saget. Um, now here's that's my thing: some dark stuff right there. I <laughs> like the people. I, I'm not into a lot of F-words in my comedy. Sorry, it's just me. So I like seeing them on TV. Like, I save a bunch of stuff on YouTube. So Gilbert Gottfried, I like him. Yeah. Now, his CDs are filthy. Yes. But if you watch him on talk shows, you actually get kind of a cleaned-up version of Gilbert Gottfried now. Like, yeah. Um, Norm McDonald, I've talked about him forever. <laughs> Gilbert, God Gilbert Gottfried, that was one of those jokes that for the long time stuck with me. It was the, it'd be yes. terrible to be friends with Nostradamus because you try to tell him anything and he goes, I know. Right. <laughs> Actually, and I, I, know. Is, I don't want to embarrass him, but the one guy, and again, he's another guy where I like watching his TV appearances where he's clean because if you listen to CDs, there's F words every other word. Bill Burr, I don't know if you've seen him. That guy's crazy. Really uh, funny. Bill Burr says, yeah, a lot of 
really, no. really funny. I love watching him on Conan O'Brien because he, Conan O'Brien, just dies every time <laughs> Bill Burr is on. Bill Burr's really, really sharp. I like his stuff. And, and I like it because it's a lot more cleaned up. Now, if you yeah. you know do a Netflix special of him, whatever, he gets kind of crazy. Yeah. Uh, who's the I'm a big Mul- John Mulaney fan. Yeah, I really okay. like his stand up. Uh, his his thing with JJ Bittenbinder, the uh, yeah, street JJ Bittenbinder, street smarts. <laughs> I actually that whole, that whole uh, special at Radio City is really really good. The horse in the hospital is just my daughter doesn't listen to this, so I, I can say this, but she loves the JJ Bittenbinder bit so much. I got her the Bittenbinder book for Christmas. <laughs> street smarts. You take it. I, I, you get a you get a money clip, monogrammed <laughs> question mark. The other guy, I like, but when? <laughs> the other guy, like, I think he's cleaner. I, I, I'll be honest. I really haven't listened to his like comedy specials. So I don't know. Uh, Kevin Neal. I always liked him even back when he was on Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got some funny stuff. Um, if you check out. Um, Conan O'Brien needs a friend. Conan's podcast yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He was on it the other week, and they were like sobbing. They were they were both laughing. Sorry, it was yeah. pretty good. And Neil's got a very nonchalant. If you remember back in Saturday Live, a very nonchalant way of saying things. But it just, yeah, it was great. It was wonderful set. I very much enjoy watching Jerry Seinfeld's comedians in cars getting coffee. Okay. Yes, that is a great series, and it's just a lot of time spent with a lot of comedians and comedy writers. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, right. I think almost everybody we've mentioned has been on that show. <laughs> yes, I think Jerry's running out of people on the show. It may be us, not that we're great, hey, but uh, he's running out of people. Yeah, yeah. All right, they say they do a comedy. I podcast. assume he just he'd just stop. At that point, I don't. I don't. It really I'm is like a show built on like this is who I want to spend time with. I'm yeah, going to tape it and get someone to pay me to spend time with my friends. Yes, that's it. Um, yeah, Jerry, why did you quit the show? I, I got down with Chris, Paul, and Joe. And, yeah, you know, like it. nah, this is no long, no longer worth it. <laughs> I, I will say I'm a huge Seinfeld, like the show guy. I never. I'm not a huge fan of Jerry personally, but I agree. I like the comedians and cars getting coffee. The show I like. I don't know if you've guys seen that particular one. He had Michael Richards on, which if oh you remember, Michael gosh. Richards hasn't done that anything. Was so good. Yeah, yeah he had the drive. That was such a great episode. Yeah, uh, it, it's good. Paul, check it out if you haven't seen it yet. I, I very, very, it was good. Off the very good. First scene. Yeah, very good. All right, well, do me a favor, guys. We have a couple of evergreen stories that can wait. I don't think they have to go this week. Um, I'm hitting that wall, and uh, we've come probably to the end of our time. So can we put them back in the hopper for next week? We can. Okay. Hop on. Man. Definitely. All right. All right, anything? Uh, let's do promos, I guess. Um, Paul, any concerts coming up or any... No, wow. we're, we're kind of Trips off until we'll start rehearsing again in February. And as the weather warms up, we'll start hitting some local parks. And so we got a little 
Are you done for the season? Yeah. Christmas is like a whole other week away. Why are you guys dropping so so early? We only got two. This should be your busy time. What's that? We only got we only got booked for two gigs. We did a mall and we did a church, and we're wow. No one else booked us. This should be your time where you do like ten shows a day from here. Yeah, I always I always feel like. Uh, down here, uh, I, I a lot of times I do a Christmas carol at the local theater. There's only one professional theater in the state of Mississippi. Uh, and I usually do that show. And we usually stop around like the 21st. And it's like, it's four days till Christmas. Like, don't you think people want to come and see this show? <laughs> You're just leaving money on the table. I don't understand it. Um, and Paul, as always, thanks for dropping in the sermons. Um I think I messed up and put a couple together at one time, but I got to schedule for Sunday. So I just played two of them side by side. Yes. So you're giving two sermons at once. Yes. <laughs> I put them backwards, and you'll never guess what Paul said. Paul is dead. It's a 20 minute subway commercial, is all it is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all the subway thing we were joking about early segment. It, it's true, man. He. You just said when you backward mass his um, sermon. So, all right, Joe. Anything? I, I'm assuming there's no plays going on right now, or uh, well, yes and no. Uh, my oh, theater okay. company, Floodlight Theater Company, is recording our Christmas uh, uh, video uh, short piece. We've been rehearsing. It's it's a uh, it's a nice tight little thing for Christmas. Uh, on uh, it's kind of based on the wise men and following the star. It's what this piece is, but we're going to be shooting that here in the next couple of days. So it's next week sometime. It'll be de- it'll be ready to put out there. I'm doing announcing for a, a wrestling show on Saturday Ooh. night. It's been a, been a couple months since I've done one, so hopefully uh, those skills are still sharp. Uh, otherwise, just getting ready for the holidays coming up. I'm not yes. sure what I'm going to be able to do two weeks from now or like the Wednesday after Christmas because we're going to visit my brother in Chicago there will be eight people in a two bedroom apartment nice so Have them all I, I don't yeah, come know on. no <laughs> <laughs> my wife sometimes sits right up there while we're talking and of course she only hears my part but I get yes. done with it and she's just like what yes. in the <laughs> world <laughs> Are you guys Chris, talking how about? Joe doesn't try to drag her in. Every I yes. do not. I know there is. I uh, have I'm learned ha- some things. I'm halfway thinking about continuing this podcast for a long time, so I don't have to go upstairs. But I, I think it's going <laughs> to probably have to happen. Got to pay oh, the piper at some point. Yes, I'll have to. I, uh, I don't think we can hear it that well, so I'll probably go for that excuse. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think I promo a lot of what I'm doing. Yeah, let's talk for a minute afterwards. I got some ideas of what to do around the holidays, but in terms of our schedule, but um, oh boy, uh, what else can I talk about? Oh, I, I mentioned uh, Doug Saley, um, geez. as I ripped the headphones from my. <laughs> Right. <laughs> You're inadvertently for the 80th time tonight. Um, Doug Silly, a friend of ours uh, from Malone, uh, he's a missionary now. So I talked to him the other day. Uh, we had, did a segment, and he wants to talk more. So we're going to try to tape something, hopefully Friday morning, and we'll get that out there for people. And, hey, lots of other big content each day. Appreciate everything. 
Um, I, I, I think, I don't know, I think we've got all covered, right? So, so for, as always, thanks, fellas. Uh, for Joe and Paul, this is Chris. Have a good day, everybody. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend, Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer. You know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was look, looking forward to writing this book with you. We hope to interview some uh, high-impact folks as well as have a little fun. We're going to cover stories of hope. To learn more about our podcast and our book, please visit www.hopeinterrupted.com.